Hello, you are on the Transfer Podcast. I am your host, Dr. Today Agbola. We focus on the life of Jesus Christ, the fathers of the faith, both who serve as witness in the time of the Old Covenant, looking forward to the days of Christ, and those who are apostles during the life of Christ, who are witnesses to the resurrection life. And then on to the early fathers of the faith and men in contemporary times. And our goal is to glean wisdom for us to apply contextually as we find ourselves in similar situation in our day. Our prayer is that as you join us in these discussions and this conversation, you will hear the Holy Spirit speak to you and you will apply those wisdom to your life and live a life worthy of commendation by God. So join us as we go in this journey together. morning good afternoon good evening you are on the transfer podcast joining me again today is my brother Oloyede Odeyale Oloyede greet our audience hi everyone um so great to get to connect with you all again um through this medium I trust everyone is well and okay at this time um I'm always edified being here and I do hope that um everyone that gets to listen to the podcast uh, picks one or two things from there as well for our daily life uh, through our common faith yeah so greetings to you <laughs> all right i will follow that by saying that common faith the bible says we should contend earnestly for this faith that was once delivered to the saint and we have been studying the life of men who are examples of faith and we have learned a lot of things from their life so that we are not confused about what this faith that we're talking about. Uh, it is very easy to think differently about the true faith if you don't have men who are examples for us. And one of the examples we've been looking at up to this point you know, for a couple of weeks is Mr. Noah Lamech from Genesis chapter 6 to Genesis chapter 10. Today we are in still continuing Genesis chapter 9. Last week we continue with the understanding that in this faith there is a commission to be fruitful and to multiply and we said that that commission is consistent with what Jesus said when he told us to go and make disciples of all nations and in addition to that the Holy Spirit gave us insight into our responsibility as the stewards of the creation of God around us to continue to replenish it and make it uh, great, and I said for the environmental scientists and those who advocate of good management of our society, that was a good day for them, because we simply saw that even God want us to be responsible. And I think after that day, I became a little more responsible myself. I think I was eating something, and I, I just took it from my mouth and threw it somewhere, and the Holy Spirit reminded me, "Chen, I saw you. You're supposed to <laughs> to be responsible." So I went and picked it. My wife said, "What was that?" I said, "I went to pick something." She said, "Did you throw it there?" I said, "Yes, I did." And I pick it up and I went to find a trash and drop it there. Simple responsibility from your understanding of what God has called us to do. Today, 
we could have just gone and, and, and continued the same life, but we want to transit. So I will read the remaining of Hebrew, I mean, Genesis chapter 9, from verse 4 to 17, and my brother lady will read from verse 18 to 29. And we're going to trust the Holy Spirit to lead us in the direction of new dimensions of this faith, which Noah is an example in some respect of. Genesis chapter 9 from verse 4. I'm reading from the King James Version. But every flesh with the life thereof, which is the blood thereof, shall ye not eat. And surely your blood of your lives will I require. At the hand of every beast will I require it. And at the hand of man and at the hand of every man's brother will I require the life of man. Whoso sheddeth man's blood, by man shall his blood be shed. For in the image of God made he man. And you, be ye fruitful and multiply. Bring forth abundantly in the earth and multiply therein. God spake unto Noah and to his sons with him, saying, And I, behold, I establish my covenant with you and with your seed after you and with every living creature that is with you, of the fowl, of the cattle, and of every beast of the earth with you. For from all that you go out of the ark to every beast of the earth, and I will establish my covenant with you, Neither shall all flesh be cut off any more by the waters of the flood. Neither shall there any more be a flood to destroy the earth. And God said, This is the token of the covenant which I make between me and you and every living creature that is with you for perpetual generations. Hold on. I do set my bow in the cloud, and it shall be for a token of a covenant between me and the earth. And it shall come to pass when I bring a cloud over the earth, that the bow shall be seen in the cloud. And I remember my covenant, which is between me and you, and every living creature of all flesh. And the waters shall no more become a flood to destroy all flesh. And the bow shall be in the cloud, and I will look upon it, that I may remember the everlasting covenant between God and every living creature of all the flesh that is upon the earth. And God said to Noah, This is the token of the covenant which I have established between me and all flesh that is upon the earth. Mm. Yeah, so I want to read um, from verse 18 to 29 from ESV. The sons of Noah who went forth from the ark were Shem, Ham, and Japheth. Ham was the father of Canaan. These three were the sons of Noah, and from these the people of the whole earth were dispersed. Noah began to be a man of the soil, and he planted a vineyard. He drank of the wine and became drunk, and lay uncovered in his tent. And Ham, the father of Canaan, saw the nakedness of his father and told his two brothers outside. Then Shem and Japheth took a garment, laid it on both their shoulders, and walked backward, and covered the nakedness of their father. Their faces were turned backward, and they did not see their father's nakedness. When Noah woke from his wine and knew what his youngest son had done to him, he said, First be Canaan, 
a servant of servant shall he be to his brothers. He also said, Blessed be the Lord, the God of Shem, and let Canaan be his servant. May God enlarge Japheth, and let him dwell in the tents of Shem, and let Canaan be his servant. After the flood, Noah lived 350 years. Verse 29, all the days of Noah were 950 years, and he died. And Noah died. Essentially, the old story of Noah technically ended with that summary. Better is the begin end of a thing they say than the beginning. Yeah. My prayer and hope is that in this journey of faith, not only we will make it safe to heaven, but we will make it safe to heaven without causing complication on the earth. Amen. Without releasing trouble with generations after. And just one action. No, these are days where we we put so much emphasis on. Let me just make everyone know. As long as me, I can make heaven. The blood of Jesus is taking of it, so it's just making heaven for me. But what about legacy and its effect on other people making heaven themselves? There are people who have made it to heaven, but they've left us with doctrines, pronouncements, things that they've said and the coming generation latched on them and make it something they continue to live by. And therefore, they went into error because of the error of one man. And I'm looking at the life of Noah. We've spoken so highly of Noah up to this point. But I am seeing how one single action of Noah brought curse on a, an entire race humanity. See, you may not understand the graph of what I'm saying, except you look at verse 18 very, very well. Before I say that, I want you to see that from verse 4 to 17 that I read, it's just a continuation that of the covenant God made with the Noah or with, sometimes I'm confused, which one did God make the covenant with, Noah or the earth? That's to tell you the gravity and the strength of how the entire earth can benefit from the covenant God has with a man. God can make covenant with an entire earth because of the righteous living of one man. Mm. But God still left something as a sign so that we are not confused that it was just for Noah. It is for you and I today. Who you are going to see from verse 18 that we are part of the descendants of Noah because the, the flood was global the entire earth was wiped out. There was Noah and his family remaining. And from Noah, God said, the covenant I made with Adam to multiply and be fruitful, I'm reestablishing it with you, Noah. And I was particularly noting one thing related in verse 18, and I hope you can see it too. After God listed the three sons of Noah, in King James, there was a colon, okay? And somebody was singled out of all the three sons. And then his immediate descendant was also singled out. Right? First of all, we're saying that in this journey of faith, 
we can either make those who follow us or our descendants a topic in a good direction or a topic in a bad direction depending on our own error that they view and observe in us in quotes in our discipling them in our raising our biological children or godly children we could make them the problem of the earth or the solution of the earth by our own mistakes so we should be sober that this faith is not just about making it to heaven but the life and the examples that i am living for those who are listening to me who are watching me could have generational consequences i don't know if you want to speak to this why do you think am and canaan was singled out in verse 18 any thought yes yeah, so you know that um the 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 old bible story is um is a story of what god is doing what god is started what he started doing what he's doing currently and what he's going to be doing right mm-hmm. um you will take note that canaan is uh it's 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 a place or let's say these are his descendants of ham right here mm-hmm. yeah. and where they got established now if you you are you can either think of Canaan as its descendant or think about it as a as a geographical place it's a place that we will get to learn a lot more about as we read the pages of the scriptures right mm-hmm. so this would be people where you find out that at some point the, the the lord will promise its own people and say you better take over that place it seems there is a particular interest there as simple as they would be right the land is going to be taken over there is going to be something that god will be doing to his people through that location so unfortunately the the first lines that we are seeing of it here is not a very pleasant one yeah so if you go to verse one thing i want you to note is verse 25 Um, yeah so sorry yeah. for putting you on the spot in this but verse no, 25 no. said and he said curse be Canaan mm. what did Canaan do mm. verse 22 yeah that's the reason yeah go ahead go ahead and am the father of Canaan Canaan was the son of Ham and the son of Noah was something am did affected Canaan because Noah while drunk broke to open his mouth to pronounce a curse on not just his son but his son's son the gravity of the error of a man who have walked with god by one singular act of sin so am and canaan go single out because there was a story that is coming <laughs> yeah where they were cursed by their own father and grandfather what led to this as we walk our journey of faith 
we have to be very careful to be vigilant and be sober one of the things that takes soberness away from you is drunkenness right yeah these are days where everybody don't want to talk about it say, hey, in some culture they drink this in some culture they don't drink that we are not talking about whether they drink it or they don't drink it you can go into the exegesis and argue about your different view on that but at least we know being drunken there is no culture where that is permissible as righteousness even here in the united states of america where i live if you got drunken and you are driving you get citation for it right if they measure the amount of alcohol your system and a certain number they will put a rope for you to walk past if you stagger they know there's something in your system or something and the police police you even the earthly police knows that that thing is not good how much more a man of god a man who god rescued from a, an entire generation of perpetual sinners that same man after the rescue he worshiped god we thought wow he has a good habit and good life and suddenly he began to do a different kind of job husband husband man and he planted banya there's nothing wrong being an husband man of planting banya but then he moved one step further and he drank the wine and was drunken and of course soberness left him hmm. Before I read one scripture that is in my mind, I don't know if Ole has something to say. We are, we are analyzing Noah, right? We've analyzed all the great things he's done. Now we are seeing one one single action. See, I don't know. I, I'm kind of like really, really. I don't know if you're messed up right now in the way I'm looking at this. We've spent chapter six, chapter seven, chapter eight, early chapter nine, eulogizing this man, speaking of his faith. Speaking of his fellowship, speaking of his worshipful life, speaking of his consistency and perseverance and righteous living in, the, in, in a perverse world. But now, at the end of his life, see how he finished. May we finish strong in the name of Jesus. Amen. 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 And what was it that, you know, if somebody is talking about, uh, should a Christian be drunken or not drunken? Okay, regardless of your view, at least come and look at this story of Noah. Go and listen to all of the podcasts we've been talking about Noah till now and see the anti-climax here. Mm. Therefore, this idea that you were saved 20-something years ago and it doesn't matter what you do now, it's very strange to this faith that was once delivered to the same. The Bible said, whosoever endures till the end. He said, remember the early days when you are first saved, Hebrews chapter 10, when you endure so much contradiction and persecution so that you win. He said, we are not of those who draw back to perdition. We are those who believe unto the saving of the soul. I have a scripture I want to read here, except if you have something today. I feel like I'm preaching, but it is really strong on my heart. Do you have something in your mind about this? Yeah, so I'm just uh, I'm just pained. <laughs> I'm just pained that um, I mean, think about all that Noah went through, right? Mm-hmm. 
we faced a lot of scorn, violence, rejection from his own people, a preacher of righteousness that he was. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. He faced all of that persecution. He faced that rejection. He must have been ostracized. He would have felt lonely at some point. Oh, yeah. it, will, it, 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 it would have felt uh, abandoned at some point. But you see, he came out victorious in everything. Um, yeah, the reason I said I'm pained is that he fell prey to the drunkenness. He fell prey to drunkenness. I'm concerned, and it appears as if it is the smaller temptations that are often most dangerous. I once, I once, I once had somebody say that uh, we don't, we don't trip over mountains. We trip over mats. Mm. Mountains. We don't mm. trip over mountains. The it's mats. over mats. Mm. Yeah, it's the mat. Something on the floor. Something that we sometimes compromise. So it's 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 important for me to think deeply. What are those simple, simple things? The little, little foxes. Mm, things that we appear, yeah, things that we appear very simple, like yeah, no, 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 no. I don't think this one can can be dangerous. I can, I can, I will be okay. I, it's probably not the first day that we taste this thing. Mm. We don't have the details, but I don't think this record is coming on the first day. It's probably something gradual, and then it went, it went, it went overboard. I'm, I'm just, uh, I'm just concerned, Caleb. You can. <laughs> Yeah. from here. Yeah, yeah. We're going to come back there and, and, and from there we'll round off. But I want to read Proverbs chapter 31. For you to see, if you are listening to this podcast and you are you are playing with little, little uh, dose of concentrated and strong drink and you are in the in the area of arguing it, the Bible didn't condemn it, the Bible condemned it, uh, like vodka or life satin champagne, and, and and you 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 feel like yeah it doesn't really matter yes this podcast today is not it's determining whether it is right or it is wrong to taste one uh, ounce of wine or not we can do that on another uh, basis but I want you to see something here about what wine and being drunken with wine can do for you and see that play out graphically in the life of Noah before we end this episode Proverbs thirty one I'll read from verse one. The words of King Lemuel, an oracle that his mother taught him. May God grant us mothers who can teach children the right way from their earliest youth. Amen. Amen. So what are you doing, my sons? What are you doing, sons of my womb? What are you doing, son of my vows? Do not give your strength to women. That's number one wine that many people don't know exists. <laughs> Do not give your strength to women, your ways to those who destroy kings. Now, that is not God saying that women are bad. He's talking about adulterous women, seductive women, who can take a man or who is supposed to be kingly and reduce him to a piece of bread. Brother, let not anybody tell you that that is not possible with any man. And then he says, Yo, do not give your strength to women and your ways to those who destroy kings. It is not for kings, O Lemuel. It is not for kings to drink wine. 
or for rulers to take strong drink, lest they drink and forget what has been decreed. So, we are, you are, you want to say something? Read it. We are saying that what happened to Noah is that Noah forget, forgot all the decrees of God. He forgot that the ground was cursed, the entire earth was cursed. And God said, that will not happen again. He forgot the ways of righteousness. As he got drunk to the point of cursing instead of blessing. The New Testament makes us to realize that righteous men don't curse, they bless. He said, bless and do not curse. Leave vengeance mm. for God. Mm. For Noah had gotten drunk and lost soberness. And now he forgot the decree. I said, the and pervert the right things of all the afflicted. Verse 6, give strong drink to the one who, who is perishing. And wine to those in bitter distress. Let them drink and forget their poverty and remember their misery no more. I will stop there. Mm. If you are wondering, if you are trying to imagine as we end this podcast today, what happened to Noah as an example for us to learn from, you could take all those things that the mother of Lemuel told King Lemuel and put them in a kind of a play act and imagine the progression of how Noah got to where he got to. He forgot the decrees of God. He perverted judgments. The umpire of his soul is lost because soberness is gone. And mm. then he went from a man of dignity to a man of disdain. Unfortunately, is one act, even if he repented from it and still makes everything. Left an entire generation of Amites and Canaanites, whoever you think they are, first. But we might come back next week and talk about the redemption of God for Canaan because right in that same verse, God pronounced that Canaan was going to be his servant. In that same chapter, rather. So, we're going to before we round up today, I don't know if Broly has one last thing he wants to say, and then I'll round up this podcast today. Yeah, maybe just read um, a Bible verse um, in First Corinthians chapter five, uh, because that's how I'm processing this um, this issue of Noah. In First Corinthians chapter five, Paul will say in verses six and seven. Your boasting is not good. Don't you know that a little yeast leavens the whole batch of dough? Get rid of the old yeast so that you may be a new unleavened batch as you really are. For Christ, our Passover lamb, has been sacrificed. We, the faith we have received, right? Um, it's not compatible with those things that God has sent his decrees against. Mm. 
we cannot say uh, no it's just little content i just want to put it there mm. it is it doesn't work like that because in a very short while it levels the whole lump messes up everything all together god have mercy amen the scripture in my mind it will continue the issue of the leaven that we really mm. brought up as i ran of this podcast is when the scripture said all things are lawful for me mm. but not all things are expedient all things are lawful for me but i will be brought under the power of nothing think mm. about your life as a person of faith that scripture followed and said if my liberty causes my brother to stumble and i destroy the faith of that brother so should i allow my liberty to cause a brother to stumble what are the things that you have own liberty over and could lead you into sin as a figure an example that people look up to the way you talk the way you deal with women or the way you as a woman deal with men the way you appear and dress though we know our salvation is from the heart but the way you appear and dress because it was your undressing of noah that led to the curse huh? the way you speak the example and pattern of life you show even if you end up making heaven would you face god and god would talk about reward and he would say you deserve no reward because although by grace you made it to heaven or by life destroy generation before you found the right thing and you made it here safe bible says every man walk will be tested by fire of what sort it is and everyone whose walk shall stand will be rewarded those who it will not stand they will be safe yet as though by fire but the lord help us to rightly understand this faith and hold the beginning of our faith to the end we are not of those who draw back unto perdition, but of those who believe unto the saving of the soul. God bless you. This is where we round up the podcast today. Go and be faithful followers of the Lord for this faith was once delivered to the same. Shalom.